Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is He Said, She Said Live. My name is Lawrence McCutcheon, and I am known as He Said, and she is... Hello, hello, hello. I am Shauna Speaks Life. I am the voice of She Said. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. We get it together. We getting it together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is episode two, which is aptly titled, Give Me One More Chance. You mean like, baby, baby, give me one more chance. Baby, baby, give me one more chance. Aha, aha. I knew you were going to find a way to get around the copyright room. I did not know to be ready for the N-O-T-O. Baby, baby, give me one more chance. Baby, baby, give me one more chance. I would sing for him, but, you know, they're not ready. They're not ready for that. They're not ready because we've been gone for a minute, but we are back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you have had a chance to check out our Facebook page, you see we have a redone cover. Um, we had to make some make some moves to get everything ready and perfect for you guys. You know, we like it done right and we like to keep it together. We are not going to be on CP time every week. I'm telling you, deliverance is on its way to us. But technical difficulties reign supreme on this Friday evening. So, Thank you for joining. Yeah, if you're joining us live, please uh, shout out to us. We know you're here live. That would be exceptional because we can't see you until you decide to talk. So let us know. There is a slight delay, so let us know. Uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Shauna, what do you think? Sounds little, good to me. Sounds good. So a little bit of housekeeping. So this is live. We also have a new podcast so what we want you to understand is if we don't talk directly to you at first, it's not because we don't want to, it's because we're trying to let it flow. So bear with us as we get this done. So if you're joining us live right now, uh, just say hello so we know you're there. And uh, we're watching live and direct uh, on, the, on the pages to see who's live, who's here, and we're doing it that way. So, Shauna, go ahead. You can... Uh, do a little housekeeping as well. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you all for joining. Of course, as we have said, this is episode two of He Said, She Said Live, titled Give Me One More Chance. Today on the show, we have a bunch of really good segments for you. We have a lot of things. This has been a busy week in the news. We have business. We have politics. We have entertainment. And then a bunch of really good segments for you. We have a lot of things. This has been a busy week in the news. We have business. We have See, you see, when we when we go live, we go live. We don't hide nothing. This is the most transparent Facebook live that you will ever come across on your timeline and on your feed. But I'm excited about today. You know, um, for for different reasons, um, the last two weeks we we kind of had to get some things straight, shut it down for a minute, so we can come back strong and at 100. percent and we missed you guys. So buckle up, settle in, get ready for that good commentary. You know, your comments are important to us. If you are watching us on the podcast, make sure you leave a review. Let us know what you like to see. And I'm sure you won't have any not likes, so don't leave us those. But let us know what you enjoy. Let us know what you like. Um, and we will get back to you and we will continue to evolve and grow on our He Said, She Said live, uh, live cast. Yep, yep. Don't forget to share this out if you can, because we need the views. <laughs> That's what we like. Uh, yes, we like the views. So as we get this uh, popping off, uh, we're going to definitely have more views. We know that. But uh, share this out. Your shares help us establish ourselves and get these views uh, going on. So, uh, Shana, what's the first topic we're talking about today? 
uh, the first topic we're talking about today. Before we do that, Dana, thank you for joining and saying hello, hello, hello. Uh, like Lauren said, if you don't say nothing, we don't know you there. And we have these conversations all the time, so we can have, we'll keep talking. So just shout us out and let us know you are in the building, as Lawrence would say. So today, our first segment on He Says, She Said Live is business. This week has been busy, busy, busy. There's a lot going on in business. We might circle back and give you a couple of tips from the week prior since we weren't here. Um, but the first order of business is the app that some people love and some people hate. Lawrence, you want to tell them what it is? Uh, yeah, um, that app is called Snapchat. Um, and I don't know if y'all know, but Snapchat released their IPO uh, yesterday at about 11 o'clock, uh, 11 o'clock a.m. in the morning. And guess what? We got two new branded billionaires in the building, uh, Snapchat uh, CEO, co-CEOs, uh, the co-founders. They are now billionaires, four and three billion respectively. Wow. Uh, Snapchat uh, launched uh, $17 a share, I think, uh, as of tonight. Snapchat is now... Was see. it at 24 I it think? Was, uh, I think it was actually a little higher, but let's see. Ah, wow. Snapchat is at 2709 right now. Wow. So they, so the investors investors have cashed out nearly $1 billion in Snapchat IPO. Well, it's, it's Snap, S-N-A-P, IPO, $1 billion. To me, this is amazing for the simple fact that this is a messaging app, mm -hmm. and I am amazed. You know, I am amazed. So um, what do you think about that, Sean? A, a, a messaging app that people still don't understand. Right. But so, they've just so made people me, billionaires. Oh, yeah. And all you do is snap pictures. It's no likes. Uh, it's no the engagement level outside of you can comment on a person's snap. But I remember when snap first came out and I thought it was for the hussies and the, uh, the Nazi people. Because the key to snap, one of the features of snap is that once you snap a photo, on your timeline, people have a certain amount of seconds to see your story. Or if you send someone a private message and snap, once they view it, it's gone. So I believe that when Snap first started, folks were sending certain things that they didn't want anybody else to, to see. Uh, and the cool thing about it was if somebody screenshots your Snap, lights out. You get a message. You, you'd be like, well, uh, Lawrence, why'd you, snap? why'd you screenshot my snap? Why were you looking at my snap? So to see where that came from and where it is now, um, it, it's pretty the engagement and the interaction and what you can do on it is not a lot. Like It is so simple, but so many people can't stand it. And one of the cool things, in 2013, Facebook offered to purchase Snapchat. And Snap said, nah, bruh, mm-mm. And, you know, at that time, Facebook, as it still is, it was huge, and they were just a buying beast. things up off the block. Snap, a beast. And Snapchat said, mm, no, we're not going to do that. And here we are, a brand-new IPO, um, kicking butt, taking names on an app that nobody says would work. And, and here's the thing, too. It's a niche app because old people don't like Snapchat. Like well, some old people, not, not all. You know, I know a lot of old people on Snapchat, and they balling out. So you know, what do you consider old? What's old for you? Well, you know, I'm not going to start talking about my age, but uh, 
I, I enjoy Snapchat. You know, uh, I don't use it as much as I probably could, but I get it. You know, so people my age are using it and having mm-hmm. a good time. It's a great app for business. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know how to monetize it, you know. So uh, I think that um, there's a future in it. You know, and I told a friend of mine who a friend of mine bought 200 shares of it. Um, and he already made a thousand dollars. Did you see the high school in California who yes. they turned 15,000 into $24 million? Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Where, where, crazy. where was my memo? See, that's the kind of download that I need. Shauna, go purchase 20,000 stocks of whatever, 20,000 of this so that you can be a billionaire because it's amazing. If I get married, you know, you meet somebody and you get married and then one day your name changes. You got Snapchat and you get IPO and the next day you a billionaire. Yeah, like, but hey, you know, that's what that, but that's what it is. This right now is this economy is based on that, right? It's based yeah. on coming up with a, a unique idea, uh, releasing it and becoming a billionaire. You know, nobody even wants to be millionaires anymore or thousandaires. They want to go straight to a billion, you know? Yeah. So, and that's what the Snap IPO was about. These two guys have now uh, created generational wealth. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, They're never going to have to work again. Mm -mm. You know, they are great, you know, and Facebook, even though Facebook wanted to buy them out and they said, no, Facebook did the next best thing. Facebook just copied what they did. And and Instagram has to. Yeah. Well, Instagram is Facebook. So it's the same thing. Exactly. So it's the same thing. Facebook said, we're going to do Instagram stories which is based on Snapchat. We're going to do one-minute videos. Facebook took their whole Snap idea, and now they're using it on all Facebook properties. So it's crazy. Yeah, that's true. You know, how that's big true. is that? You know? John so, Norris. Yep. Really quick, uh, I see Andrea join. What's up, Andrea? And Lisa joined. What's up, Lisa? Uh, I also see uh, you said Dana already. Um, Dana said opportunity meets preparation. That's, that's a hundred percent correct, man. That's, that's, that's what happened. That, that is exactly what happened. And that's what we all have to be striving to be. So to segue, that is about, that was a perfect intro to our next topic. You know, we're talking opportunity meets preparation. And so many people believe that in order to be successful, you have to have this big powerhouse behind you, or you have to be affirmed or confirmed by these big companies or these big things. But but a couple of weeks ago, we had an opportunity to see that that is not always the case. And what I'm talking about and where we got our our title from, uh, I'm talking about Chance the Rapper and how being an independent person and how you can jump off your own success. Yeah, man. Chance the Rapper, you know, um, doing what he did mm-hmm. to me is surely amazing. It you is. Know, and I, I can't even front. It is. And, you know, to think about it, so for those of you who don't know, or who've been living under a rock, I guess, Chance the Rapper um, is, a, is not signed to any label. He's an independent artist. He's been around for a while. All his music was released through digital streaming methods for free. For free. It was not, um, it was not released. He didn't have distribution. He didn't have publishing and all these different things. He created his music. He released it through apps like Datpiff, which is a really ghetto word to say because it's D-A-T 
and I have a fundamental problem with that. But mm-hmm. through that piff and other free streaming mixtape apps. And this year he was nominated and won Grammys. Independent artist, he won Best New Artist, Best Rap Album, Best Rap Performance, Best Rap Song. What in the world? What in the world? And he did it all giving his music for free and making money off of concerts and merchandise. <laughs> and so, like, how crazy is that? And Lawrence, you know, the funny thing about what he said over here, he has a slogan, and I'm going to let him do it, but there's something so good about when you say that you are going to provide people with something at no cost. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, right? Even though, so I have a history in the entertainment business, and I salute Chance because I've been telling, uh, I, I did an I did a, a independent tour called Indie City, and uh, the model of the tour, it was a borough-to-borough tour in New York City, and we wanted to take it outside New York City. But the whole model of the tour was um, independence is major because being an independent artist to me, even, and this was, this was probably about almost 20 years ago, so maybe I am telling my age, right? It's about 20 years ago. But um, being um, an independent artist to me was major, and you, didn't need, and you didn't need a record deal, right? It was a little harder as an independent artist back in them days, 20 years ago. Uh, but, for, yeah, it's about 20 years ago now. Man, it's crazy. It, was, it may have been a little bit harder uh, as an independent artist back then, but I always preach that you can do it yourself. You know, because an independent artist, right? So rock bands always go independent, mm-hmm. uh, and they, don't, they never worry about uh, how they're going to make uh, uh, major label money, right? They go independent, and they tour independently. So my criteria of Indie City was the same way. Let's go out here. Let's tour independently. Let's get the customers or the fans to support what we're doing, and let's blow up that way. That mm-hmm. was the whole concept behind it. And it worked. You know, I, I got independent groups to come out and do the whole Indie City thing, which was big to me. Excuse me. Um, so when I saw a chance to rap or do it, I was like, man, that's crazy. You know, and I'm proud of him. So I've taken that philosophy, though, that Chance, you know, you, you talked about how Chance um, came out. He gave it all. He gave it all away. I've taken that, right? Because I always say information is free, but implementation costs money, right? And that's from my music days, right? I understand that you can give it away and you can find other ways to monetize and to get paid. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't believe that. But Chance the Rapper, he proved it. He did. Perfect example, man. And and I'm proud of that brother for doing that. He did it like... And like uh, uh, like Andrea says, Chicago stand up. He is he's from Chicago. He handles his biz. Uh, Meek <laughs> got his motto down. He said it. If one more label try to sign me, there's gonna be some dreadhead ninjas in the lobby. Like get off my back. What I'm doing is working. This brother didn't have any record deal. He produced tracks for Kanye, and he still gets to be who he is. Like when he performed at the Grammys. Um, and y'all, 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 can, y'all can get at me later in the comments, but after everybody fell down and worshiped Sun Goddess Beyonce, I thank God that we had another opportunity to get it right 
because Chance had Tamala. He had Kirk in a skirt, which, you know, I don't know about that. But he had that girl in the background hitting that How Great Is Our God. Independent artist on some of the largest records. And he came out there and he was so grateful. But he used what he had to do what he had to do. He used the resources that were at his disposal. And the first resource is always your intellectual property. Is who you are. When you recognize your intellectual property like Chance the Rapper did, then you know how to promote yourself. So maybe, you know, some of us live stream, Lawrence, you know, so maybe you spoke and that's free. Maybe you Facebook live and that's free, but you should charge when you book these, these engagements. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. That's, that's where your money comes from, right? Uh, your money comes from you being able to charge uh, when you go out there, you do public speaking or you mm-hmm. do things of that nature. That's how you charge. That's how you get that money. If you think about, um, Andrea Thompson, she got the Power Biz Conference coming up, mm-hmm. right? Andrea can give it all away. She can promote the Power Biz um, week over week over week over week. And by the time the Power Biz Conference comes, right, she gets sponsored, she gets all that stuff, and then she blows up that way, right? She don't even have to charge people on Periscope or Facebook Live. Her main, pro- her, her main product is the Power Biz Conference, where she's giving information and now she has sponsors who are uh, supplying her with the funds to do that. So that's a beautiful thing. So we all need a Power Biz Conference. We all need uh, a way to monetize ourselves, bring the people in, let them enjoy what we're doing, and then charge them uh, when we're really giving them what they need. You know, when we're showing them how to implement, that's when we charge. So information is free, implementation costs money. And Absolutely. I believe that, and Chance the Rapper has proven that, and I'm proud of that young brother, man, for doing that. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. You know, it's amazing. And, and you know, speaking of, man, we are on the segue today. So keep it in line with that. We are going to take a moment and tell you about how we are going to allow you to implement some things with us. Lawrence, tell them about sponsor packages. So we're not going to really go into sponsor packages, but what we would like you to do is hit us up at um is it in, it's info right yep info yeah. at he said she said live.com info at he says she said live.com so you can find out how you can sponsor a segment of he says she said live um uh, we're also a podcast for those who don't know mm-hmm. yeah, there you go comments and sponsor packages yeah sponsor packages Ooh, hit us up. info at he says she said live hit us up there uh, we'll see the information on how you can sponsor us. And we have a special going on if you choose to sponsor us right now. So you'll be sponsoring us um, live like this, and you'll also get uh, our podcast as well. The podcast yeah. is actually live now. You can go on, on our iTunes right now. We're going to be on um, the other platforms as well, but right now we're on iTunes. So if you, if you want to go to iTunes, you can go to iTunes, and you can look up He Said, She Said Live. And you can download our latest podcast. This one will probably be up uh, tomorrow, Shauna. Probably yep. tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. This, this one will be up. So you'll have an opportunity to sponsor a segment, um, and we can we have we have three to four segments uh, weekly. So weekly weekly podcast. So you have an opportunity to sponsor a segment and let people know what you do and how you do it. You know, That's so like, jo- so join us and helping us pay uh, f- to put this on, man, because this ain't free. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No, it is not. And make sure when you go on iTunes or you go to your podcast app and look us up, make sure to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe so that you can be notified when it comes on. Make sure you give us a review. Reviews are money on iTunes. Reviews give us credibility. Reviews show people what we're about. Because it's one thing for me and Elle to say it, but it's another thing when you say it. So let us know if let us know if you like the show. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing, right? Because we're having fun. But we want to make sure that what we talk about is things that you want to hear and things that you get something out of, right? So it's not all business because mm-hmm. we're going to fluctuate. We want to make sure you get some out of it when you hear us, okay? So we appreciate you. If you haven't shared this out, please share it out uh, because we need to get as many people engaged as possible, right? So my name is Lawrence McCutcheon. I am He Said. And she is... My name is Shauna Stevens, also known as Shauna Speaks Life. And I am She Said. You are tuned into episode dose of He Said, She Said Live. And what's this again? Give me some. Give me, give me, give me. One more chance. Give me one more chance. Baby, baby, give me one more chance. Because uh, 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 uh. I need you guys to take that away. Like, when you look at Snapchat and you see, um, you know, you see what they did at Snapchat, but... Snapchat, before it was an IPO, it was a couple of people with an idea, you know? And so we talk about news, we cover a lot of things, but one thing that me and Lawrence have in common are we are about empowerment and helping people get to their greatest potential doing what they love to do. It ain't just about clocking in every day. Everybody got an idea, everybody has a purpose. And if I could tell you one thing to take away from today, it is give me one more chance. You are a chance, the rapper. You right now, you may not have a sponsor, you may not have a company backing you, and all of that. But Chance did it, a little black boy from Chicago, side town in the building. So, there's no excuse, like, no. there's just no excuse. So, that is the title of this, uh, this week's episode. Give me one more chance as we move into our next segment. Thank you, thank you. We are moving into politics, we put it in the middle so it wouldn't take all the time. <laughs> um, this has been a heck of a week, as every week is going to be a heck of a week. Um, with uh, Agent Orange is Buster Rhymes <laughs> so eloquently said, with Tribe Called Quest is hitting that we the people. Um, but this week, uh, we are going to talk about first and foremost, old Jeffy Pooh um, and his involvement or lack thereof lie with Russia. What do you think, Lawrence? Did you see it coming? Well, for those of you who don't know, Jeff Sessions is the uh, attorney general. He's, he's the one that um, um, Coretta Scott King said he was not worthy of being AG because of the way he treated uh, black folks in Alabama. Alabama's correct, right? I think it was. Yeah, Alabama. Uh, And, you know, but they ignored that, and they uh, voted him in as as attorney general. Comes to find out that he said he had no involvement with anybody, any Russians. He said, that's not what I do. I have no involvement with any Russians. And come to find out, he met the Russian ambassador twice. But he can't seem to remember what he talked about. He has no idea. Now, he's the attorney general. He's, he was an attorney general for Alabama. Uh, he's a, he was a, I think, state senator. He's, he, he also was a um, federal senator as well. So you would think someone of that magnitude would have an idea of what he talked about with a Russian ambassador, right? And, yeah. it, and maybe he talked about nothing at all. But the fact is, he did talk to the Russian ambassador 
what did you talk about? He has no idea. But he did decide that he was going to recuse himself from the investigation after at first saying that he would not recuse himself. So what do you think about that, Shana? I feel like the eye roll emoji. That's what I feel like. <laughs> I feel like this right here. <laughs> because that is ridiculous. Elizabeth Warren and the Nevertheless She Persisted campaign tried to read Mother Coretta's letter and let them know that this joker was not fit for the task. He was a lie, a cheat, a dirt bag, a scum bucket. And nobody would let her say it and nobody would let her talk. And now as they going back through the transcripts and this joker talking about and it, he said, well, I don't, I don't think I talked about the election. Well, they asked him, have you been in contact with anyone connected to any part of the Russian government? Uh, no, no, of course not. And here we go. And you think you're doing somebody a favor by uh, recusing yourself. The devil is a lie. You are not doing nobody a favor by saying, I don't want to be involved in any of the investigations about what I did. Well, you know, that's just the way they like to do these politicians sometimes. They like to make it seem like it's all good, you know. It's foolishness. Uh, I believe it's foolishness as well. But it is what it is. I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to call what the Democrats are saying. I think he needs to resign. I do I think, too. I think you lie under oath. I think that you need to resign because you're the attorney general. Yeah. And how are you, how, how you going to prosecute people for lying under oath and you've just done the same thing? Because it's a different standard right now. We, we are in the era of, of unethical nonsense and everybody doing what they want to do. You know, when it was time for Flynn to uh, resign, it was so much pressure and it had to come from so many places before he did it. Because if it was up to uh, Agent Orange, they would not have done it. He would not have resigned. He would not have made him do it. Well, you know. It was left up to him. And so just like now, if the decision is left up to the president and, and them, it, it's not going to happen. We're going to be looking at this fool for the next however many years. Well, I'm hoping that the pressure's on and Jeff Sessions gets out of there. I said yesterday, got him. Yeah. They got him. You know, so we'll see how long he lasts. We'll, we'll see. see if he, we'll see if he lasts long, you know, or if he becomes another scapegoat because they inching up slowly but surely to that big orange orange character. And I can't see him escaping this, but we'll see. We we will we will find out. We will see. We will find out. So in other parts of the White House, um, this week, President uh, ooh, it just I'm gonna work on saying it. Uh President Trump uh entertained, I would say, and or met with uh some presidents of HBCUs, which are historically black colleges and universities. Shout out to Virginia Union, my HBCU that I was probably a part of. You know, you know that's when my boy Oakley went Virginia Union, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that online. Maybe I'll see if I can. <laughs> Somebody always thought, did you go to I'm like, oh Lord, all black people really do know each other. Uh, <laughs> Um, but in other news, so he met with them. They got um, a photo op. But let, let me explain something to everyone, you know, because sometimes maybe everyone doesn't look up everything and don't research anything. So the first HBCU executive order was put in effect in 1980 by President Carter. So before 1980, did nobody give a who and, and or a what about the HBCU tax task forces, executive meetings or anything? Um, every president since Carter has also 
put in or made an executive order for HBCU. So first and foremost, Donald Trump did not do this because he wanted to. He did not do this because it was on his heart to do. He did it because he was standing on tradition. Because every president since 1980 with Carter has done it. Reagan did it. Bush Sr. did it. Clinton did it. Uh, G-Dub. Uh, I ain't got to call him G-Dub. Uh, Bush Jr. did it. President Obama did it. And now um, Trump did it. It wasn't until President Obama signed the executive order that the verbiage changed. It created more opportunities for meetings. President Obama, over the course of his, both of his terms, gave over $4 billion to HBCUs. Wow, that's great. And President Trump took a direct copy. If you put them side by side, he just printed it out and signed it. So don't think for one minute that President Trump has your Howard alma mater his concern. Don't think for a minute that President Trump cares about where little black boys and little black girls go to school. And don't let Betsy tell you that an HBCU, look, this should be telling why you mad. Why am I so high? <laughs> Don't let Betsy tell you that HBCUs are about school choice. School choice is not choosing a school when you didn't have a choice about other schools to go to. It is mm -hmm. foolishness. Always. I, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't know that I was going to be so affected by that conversation. I didn't know I was going to get so turned. But go ahead, L. What, what, what are your thoughts on the meeting? I mean, I, I think that, uh, I'll be honest with you, I, I think that uh, President Trump has no use for HBCUs, couldn't care less about HBCUs. Zero. And I think um, he's crazy. Oh, somebody went for HB, HBCU shout out. Let, let me do that really quick. Shouts to Morgan State University. My cousin Songjo went there. Uh, my co-founder of uh, um, Team Hustle went there, Tamika Gross. So shout out to uh, Morgan State University because I know people who personally went there. And uh, from what I understand, they graduate, you know, pretty good graduates. I don't know. <laughs> they are right, right? They, they are right. Morgan, Morgan is cool, though. Uh, but uh, I think that, uh, you know, Trump doesn't care about HBCUs. He has no care, you know. He no. couldn't care if they if they shriveled up and died. He um, don't. He don't. And neither do the rest of his administration, because in the midst of meeting with the illustrious presidents and deans of historically black colleges and universities, uh, Kellyanne Kahn woman was sitting on the White House couch like she was in her Brooklyn flat and ain't had no time to put her legs down as a lady in a dress. She was well, you, riding that couch like it was a motorcycle. Well, you know what? She has no etiquette, and, and that's obvious. She doesn't care about that. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that, because that, that upsets me to see the disrespect. She wouldn't have done that for anyone else, you know, but that's, that's that disrespect that that administration has towards black folks and colors, you know, black and Hispanics. Oh, it took you all the way back to colors. Yeah, took me to colored folks. Black History Month. Took me to colored folks. You know, that's that's that disrespect they have. And it, um, it is and like Dre Clemens. Uh, thank you for joining, Dre. He just said that, that the president used them. You know, and then two days later, they tried to say face was like, I'm so disappointed in the meeting. What did you think you was being brought there for? It's like. 
when when somebody go to the strip club and they take the stripper home, what do you think you going home for? Like, what is the purpose? What did you think you was coming to see? Yeah, like, photo ops. That's all that is, you know. Exactly. You had a bunch exactly. of black, black, black men and women in his office, and you know he wants to make it seem like, yeah, I support black people. He don't care. He don't not care. a care in the world. Not care. a single solitary care. Yeah, he don't care. Before we move into the next, the next topic, though, um, my name is Lawrence McCutcheon. I am the side hustle coach, and I am also known as he said. And then you know she is right next to me. Y'all see her right there. My name. My name is Shauna. That's Shauna Speaks Life. I am known as She Said, and I say a whole lot. So, you know, it just kind of is what it is. So if you're listening right now, we are live uh, Friday nights at 9 o'clock. We do we broadcast live on Facebook Live right now. Uh, and we also have a podcast. The podcast is, of course, recorded from the live broadcast. You can uh, mm-hmm. listen to the podcast. It's on iTunes. Just go to He Said, She Said Live. Please uh, give us a review. Please subscribe. You can also hit us on Twitter at uh, You Said Live, right? That's You Said Live because yep. it's what you said. Uh, we're also on uh, Facebook, of course. So hit us up. Give us a like on our Facebook page, He Said, She Said Live. And follow us also on our Instagram page he said she said live we appreciate the love and the support uh we appreciate um the likes and the shares and we will keep we will keep this moving now shana what's our next topic our next topic is entertainment it has been a big week in entertainment oscar so black ruled and reigned on twitter this weekend or last weekend i guess you would say um it it was a good it was a good week after last year's boycott of the Oscars. I think they did pretty good. But they had no choice, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's why that's why we named this hashtag Oscars So Black because last yep. year's hashtag was Oscars So White because it was no black folks. So when you tune into the Oscars this time, I was like, man, and I've never seen as many black people win an Oscar ever in life. <laughs> in life. So let's start with that. Uh, let us start with the good. Let's start with the positive. Coming out of politics, let's lift our spirits and sprinkle a little bit of black girl magic dust all around. Yeah. Let's talk about Miss Viola Davis, uh, wrecking and slaying, of course, on the red carpet. But her black girl from the gutter and the pits of the rat-infested, infested apartment speech. Boy, if she didn't just give us it. All in that moment. I wish I could just give it to you now. Like, that's yeah. how Yeah, Viola Davis, you know, and what's crazy is I thought that Viola Davis actually had won an Oscar before. I didn't realize she was up three times, and this was her first win. I was shocked. Like, wow. You know, here, here's my thing on that. Uh, I think it was, what, maybe five years ago? Um, maybe five, four, year, four or five years ago when The Help had come out. She was mm-hmm. nominated then. Mm-hmm. Here's real talk. Holly Berry had to win hers up under Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I guess I didn't have to say it that. Look, we real here on. He said she did. Yeah, okay. She had to. Uh, can you make me feel good? It up to win her. To win her little Oscar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel had to be an N I G G A in Training Day mm-hmm. to win his. I'm glad Viola didn't win hers for the help. I'm glad she didn't pick up the Oscar as a maid. You know, if she would have won it, we would have been hyped. But I'm glad she got it for 
for wanting a house she could sing in for fences. Because when I say that girl worked that role, she worked that role. She held her own up there. Denzel, he, I mean, he did his thing, but Viola did her thug fizzle. And I am so proud of her and glad that this was when she won it versus, versus them. Because historically, the way black people, what we got to do to get them things, it ain't always. Well, you know, Denzel won, he won two Oscars, right? He has two Oscars right now? Let's look. Yes, too. Because remember, he, he remember Denzel won for uh, cr- no, uh, what's the movie he won for with uh, Morgan he won Freeman. For Day. He won Did for he? the the Civil War movie. Oh, but, uh, Glory. Glory, Glory, yeah, he won for Glory. Yeah, that was his first Glory. one supporting actor. So, yeah, one for Glory. Dre said one for Glory. Yeah, so yeah. you know, shout shout out to him on on Best Actor for Glory, and then Training Day. They were, you know, I was, my, my model for training is they didn't think that Denzel, you know, proper Denzel could be hood. And when I watched training, I said, that's no different than any other black person. We do that all day. Every day. We got, <laughs> we got like five sides to us. You know, yep. that's not, that, that character right there, that's all of us. That's not, that, to me, that wasn't a stretch. Nope. But I guess, you know, the Academy felt that Denzel uh, had to stretch himself to play that role. And they gave him, you know, uh, the the Oscar for that, but he should have got an Oscar for X. To me, that was a that was a great role. Uh, Shouts to Spike Lee uh, in Denzel, and he should have got that uh, Oscar for X. And I actually was a, a um, excuse me, I actually was a um, extra in, in in the movie X. What? So you know, yeah, I was an extra what? in X, and that led me to believe that I would never want to be an actor. Being an extra, being an extra, because you just sit around and wait. And I was like, man, this is too much. But I got to see Denzel do his uh, one of his speeches there. I got to see the whole thing, so it was a great experience. I just couldn't do it; it was too much for me. But uh, shout, shouts to him. Well, and, and as we shout him out, I would also like to say that he should have won for Fences. He now I, I know it was called Oscar So Black, and now Oscar's all black. I get it. Like I, I'm all for diversity, okay, but raggedy rapist Casey Affleck should not have won for old raggedy Manchester in the sea by the sea in the whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was ridiculous. Which brings me to our next topic. What's that? What's that? What's that? She said. How look? I think I think every topic is a telling why you mad for me today. Like I I'm just like agitated. We haven't been on in two weeks. The passion coming out. The passion. <laughs> like, I am like through. So Casey Affleck and Nate Parker, um, a birth of a nation, both released at Sundance at the same time last year. Mm-hmm. Both of their movies were toted and heralded to be breakout movies to sweep all of these award shows to do all of this heavy work. Until the allegations and the past history of when Nate Parker was accused of rape uh, back in his college days or whatever the case may be. And look, I don't confirm or deny. I do not support or not. Look, I am very Switzerland right now. Mm-hmm. But, but as soon as it happened, Birth of a Nation took so much slack, it barely made what? It was supposed to gross. They expected it to do big, but I think it was probably still single digits. But then you got Casey Affleck, who was accused of rape. Mm-hmm. How does he win an award? And I know, and you know, but I just want you to say it. How 
he said, did he win the award? You know, I feel K- like this is something Dre is about to comment on too. So let me look. <laughs> because Casey Affleck has that superior complexion, they feel. You know, and he can have not possibly raped someone because of his complexion. You know, and we know that a lot of times people of that complexion, uh, they rape a lot of people. And they've always, they have a history of raping a lot of people. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if he did it or not. I don't know what happened with Nate. I would just say, uh, did he settle out of court? Yeah, I would just say that um, it's politics so white. That's what I'm going to say. It is. And Birth of a Nation was robbed. But one thing that I will say that I wish Nate Parker would have done. Nate allowed his pride to get in the way of his publicist. Nate did not properly respond because he thought that he would be able to get off or not get off because he was acquitted. He thought he would be able to move on on the strength of his movie alone, that people wouldn't focus on it. He did not allow for the million dollar firms that people hire when the mess hits the fan to do what they told him to do. He came off arrogant. He came off just like very nonchalant about it. And, And I don't think he responded politically how he should have to to go to the next level. And I ain't saying he should have been shucking and jiving all in blackface doing all that, but there's a way you respond to go forward. Yeah, I, I agree a thousand percent that he handled it uh, probably badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he handled it badly, um, I think that's what it is. You know, Carmen says, Nate couldn't say anything because the family can still sue him civilly. But you know what? Even even at that, though, um, I think that he could have handled it differently in a sense of um, making sure that people understood uh, how he felt. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you can talk, talk about things, you know, without um, – a lawsuit happening, but you have to be honest. You have to be, mm-hmm. you know, uh, upfront. So he was a little arrogant about it, you know, and he, he has denied it, you know, and, and I mean, he was acquitted of all charges. Uh, the other individual who was charged went out on appeal. Uh, unfortunately the young lady uh, committed suicide, which is never a good thing, but I just think that, you know, it's a lot in what you say and it's a lot in what you don't say, but it's also a lot in how you say what yeah. you said. But but it still don't excuse the fact that uh, old raggedy Ben Affleck, I, I can't stand Ben Affleck, by the way. And so it don't help that his old raggedy brother, Casey, mm-hmm. won that award over Denzel. But there was still one more highlight to go. Mm-hmm. When La La Land... <laughs> This, this is a good highlight right here. I love this. <laughs> you said when La La Land won the award for Best Picture. But did they really win the award for Best Picture? Well, according to John Legend's face, so I don't know who else saw John Legend at the back looking so handsome and confused. Poor, poor John Legend was just wanting to sing all of me back there. So Warren Beatty, you know, the, the two... Oh, Lord, the octogenarians, I don't know, the two oldest people at the award ceremony was given the opportunity to announce the winner of Best Picture. 
They gave Warren the envelope. He opened the envelope. Warren looked at that thing and he knew it was wrong. Like he knew it was wrong. So he says. So I, that Joker knew because he looked up like, oh man, like, <laughs> like come on, Dick Tracy, you knew that it was wrong. <laughs> come on, Dick Tracy. <laughs> and you knew, and old Faye gonna read the thing anyway. Uh, they calling their mama, me and you, your mama and your cousins too. Like everybody is on the way up on stage. In the midst of the confusion, only to find out that they were reading the Best Actress card, which Emma Stone did win for La La Land. I take nothing away from that. And they were reading the wrong card and had to announce that Moonlight had actually won the award. It was a mayhem up on that stage. It was so many people on there, it looked like a rave. Let me tell you this. As I was watching that, I was hella surprised. I couldn't believe, I thought it was a joke at first. When they got on, it was like, no, 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 no. Uh, Moonlight won. I was like, what's going on here? I could not believe it. Uh, that it was shocking. And, was I was and, and Ali had already won. My baby, he, I love him in Luke Cage because he's so fine in me. Mm. But he had already won for his role in Moonlight. So here we are. And now they got to announce it. Go ahead, L. <laughs> what a mess. Just what a mess. <laughs> What do you feel like in that moment? I think that if, if you were La La Land on that stage, you felt really... You know what? Let me let me shout to La La Land because they handled it so well, right? Wild and Grace. Nobody... They didn't complain. They, 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 they just said, no, Moonlight won, and that's it. So shouts to them because they handled it professionally, you know? And shouts to, shouts to the, the, the winners of Moonlight, you know, my man Ali, who... Uh, Marshall, how you pronounce his name? I, can, I won't even do that to him tonight. So, uh, I'll just say Ali, because I can pronounce Ali. I don't want to mess up his, his first name. I'm not going to disrespect him that way. Because that, that's my man, because he was also in Luke Cage. I was like, you know, my man from Luke Cage won an Oscar? Oh, yeah. man. And, you know, he had been striving for a long time. It's not his first, first trip to the rodeo. He was also in Hidden Figures as well. So, he was, he was hot this year. He was very hot yeah. this year. So shouts to him and shouts to them winning Best Picture, man. And uh, it just goes to show that if you have a dream, that your dream can come true. And I was so happy and proud of that uh, Oscars, hashtag Oscars so black was a reality. Uh, It goes to show if you give us a chance with some good roles, that we can win an Oscar. It's about the opportunity uh, that we need to get those type of roles that the Oscar voters are going to vote on and give us a chance to win, you know? Yeah. So shout out to the Oscars uh, for correcting what they did last year. And hopefully this year is a, it's even a greater year, you know? So, and hopefully they get a different host. I, I like Jimmy Kimmel, man. He, I thought he was good. He was, I mean, he's no Billy Crystal. I mean, he you know what? Okay. Billy Crystal, that's my man. Billy Crystal's my man as well. But I thought to me, uh, besides, you know, Chris Rock, who I love Chris Rock, I thought Jimmy Kimmel, was pretty good, you know. I love Whoopi yeah. Goldberg, who did it as well. Um, I like Whoopi. Yeah, Bob Hope. Yeah, Janelle Monae. 
Uh, as Chandra just said, Janelle Monet was in both films too. Yeah, shout out to Janelle Monet. And she slayed that dress, honey. Janelle was wearing that daggone look. Look at my finger. She was wearing that daggone dress. She was beautiful. She looked beautiful. Yeah, it was great, man. So let's post for somebody else next year. Like, let let Kevin Hart do. No, I don't want to see his little self no more. Uh, but like, I miss the true comedian. Like, okay, he's a talk show host. I get it. He's no Jimmy Fallon, but I like Kimmel. He's cool. <laughs> he he's a decent guy. But mm-hmm. I miss like the slapstick of Billy Crystal, uh, Richard Pryor, uh, Whoopi. Like, just that that additional comedy. And I know that maybe they don't write all their bits and stuff, but. You know, it was a little dry. I just, I just felt like I had just had a throat full of crackers. You know, a little dry. So Chair just said, uh, "Shout out to Ellen. She was a good host too." Ellen did do a good job. She did. (laughs) We got somebody that wants to shout Morgan Freeman. Tamika says, "Shout to Morgan Freeman walking on stage to grab a Girl Scout cookie and then walking off." Morgan Freeman. Oscars black, no matter what happened, it was gonna be black whether we liked it or not. Last year, yeah. Chris Rockwood having it. Most definitely. So, um, what's up? What's on that segment? So here we are. Before I tell us, before I share the next segment, this is he said she said live episode two. Give me one more chance of our live. Cash, like, yeah, baby, baby, give me one more chance. (laughs) We're gonna get around them copyright laws every night. Hello, Ami, thank you for joining. Thank you, Pilar, for stepping in. So, thank you for all of our live viewers. We appreciate you so, so much. If we missed you as you came in, charge it to our minds and not our hearts. We get into these passionate discussions and we go ham. But I appreciate all of you for joining. If you're listening on the podcast and you would like to catch us live so that you can be a part of the conversation, then, of course, we are livecast every Friday. And we really are going to start at 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern time on the next time. Like on Bloods, we are gonna start on time next yes, time. Yes, we will. Not on time. Yeah, we're, we're working. The, we're working the process out, but we're getting it together. So, uh, please bear with us as we work this out, uh, and it's working. You know, it we want to thank y'all. Y'all making y'all make sure it's working for us, and we appreciate that. So, as we grow, uh, we want you to grow with us. So that's important. It is. So speaking of growing, here is the favorite segment. We did this in the first episode and everybody loved it. People were talking about it. It was vulnerable. It was open. Lawrence even got a little thug tear to squeeze from the corner of my blended eyeshadow right here. It is the tell us why you mad segment. The tell us why you mad segment is where each one of us takes an opportunity to talk about something, whether it be in the week, whether it's in our hearts, whether it's in culture, news, business, whatever something that kind of got us vexed for the week and upcoming shows. If you would like to be featured in the tell us why you mad segment, if you got something to say, if, if son, if you read in the face and you want to talk about it, hit us up on Twitter uh, at you said live and let us know. And you could be selected to be featured on next week's uh, tell us why, tell you, us why mad. you tell us why you mad son. <laughs> Tell them why you mad, son. Tell them why you mad. So, L, tell us why you are mad. Well, you know what? This week, um, I'm not really mad this week, right? So, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell us why we glad, why I'm glad, right? Um, I had a, 
I had a fantastic. Uh, let me let me let me tell you this. I had a a I I was mad last week because I was sick, uh, like a dog, right for a whole week. I was in bed, couldn't move, couldn't do anything. I was tore up, right, sick as a dog. Uh, I didn't do anything, so I was mad last week. Uh, this week, I got up, you know, and also, I had days off. So, I was supposed to be enjoying myself, mm-hmm. and I was in bed sick. So, I definitely was mad. But this week, I knew we were going to do the show. I knew we were going to have a great week. I knew we were going to engage with our audience. So, this week, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not really mad this week. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. And I want you to know that next week I'll be mad again. <laughs> but um, um, I, love, I love the fact that we get to come on here and we get to share our thoughts. It's a little different for us, um, not just talking about uh, the things we usually talk about, but kind of expand on what we do. And um, so I'm not mad this week. Uh, but if you're mad this week, let us know. Tell us why you're mad. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on um, Facebook. Hit us up on Instagram. Let us know so we can kind of share with you. I am disappointed, though, because our president is nuts, nuts, nuts. And until he uh, gets out of office, I'm going to have to say something about him every week because he's nuts. And I don't appreciate his new, his, one of his new orders is he's going to be um, corralling people in these uh, makeshift uh, detention centers and uh, sending the immigrants back. And I understand that we want to protect our borders. I'm big, I'm big on that as well, but I don't think that we should protect our borders. Uh, by destroying people's civil rights. So I think that we definitely need to work on that and keep resistance alive. Shouts to Devon Goods for joining as well. So even though I didn't have a real big math segment, tell us why you mad, she said. Thank you. Look, I'm not a bandwagon person. I I should be like, you know what, Lawrence, I'm glad to. What a beautiful day in Zamunda. But I ain't because I got an attitude and I am mad about something. So let me tell you why I'm mad. I am mad that we as individuals, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, do not take time to take care of ourselves. I am mad that we run so hard, we work so hard, we push so hard, we get bombarded by the news and images and everything that we don't take time to take care of ourselves, that we don't take time to have self-care, that we don't take time to sit back and meditate on who we are, that we let ourselves be drained, that we surround ourselves with selfish people, that we will not take a minute to allow ourselves to refill and to refresh so that we can stay at 100% because that's what the world needs from us. So I'm mad that somewhere in our minds, we have decided that we are not important enough to be concerned with ourselves. So this week, 
I'm mad because we got to do better. So take a minute, whether it's tonight or tomorrow, take a minute and take time for yourself. Take a minute and address those things that are bothering you. Figure out a plan to get rid of what got to get be gotten rid of, how to bring to you what you want to draw and, and how to really just take care of yourself because it's time out for us getting so beat down and so beat up that we can't give people what we were put on this earth to give. Because every time we don't take care of ourselves at the expense of something else, we are denying someone the opportunity to experience our greatness. Man, you know what? I'm mad about that too. And I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna take better care of myself as my family and my friends want me to. Um, and you know, they always they're always mad when I don't take care of myself. And mm. I and I give a thousand percent to everything else but me. So shout out to shout out for that, Sean. That hundred percent self-care is definitely important. And as an entrepreneur, business person, and as, as an employee as, as well, we have to take care of ourselves because no one else is going to do it for us. So thank you so much for that. Um, and it's appreciated. No problem. No problem. So guess what, guys? We have come right in at our time. Now, y'all know I have an anointing to go over. And when me and Elle start talking... It could take forever, or we be. It don't take forever. We can chat about a lot of subjects and a lot of topics together. But we do not want to abuse your time. We like to keep it in. We get in at our hour and we get out. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining. This has been. He said, she said, live episode two. Give me one more chance. One more, one more chance. Give me one more chance, baby, baby. Give me one more chance. <laughs> So I have I am Shauna, one of your hosts, Shauna Stevens of at Shauna Speaks Life. This is my name is Lawrence McCutcheon. I am the side hustle coach, and I'm also he said. Um, do me a favor, Shauna. How can people contact us? Can you let them know real quick? Absolutely, absolutely. As we said at the top of the hour, well, I've always wanted to say that. As we said <laughs> at the top of the hour, if you are looking to sponsor a us or get in contact with us about opportunities to sponsor segments. You can hit us up on our email at info at he said she said live.com. That's info at he said she said live.com. If you go to our Facebook live page at he said she said live, you can hit the little send message button and send us a message. <coughs> Excuse me. If, okay. if you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can hit us up at you said live. IG is he said she said live. We are everywhere. We're taking over. You got you got that right. Uh, make make sure if you're not uh, following the page, give us a like on the page. We need that. We're going for 100 likes. We'll be back here next week at 9 p.m. Uh, we promise we will we will start on time and we will end on time. Uh, we That's promise right. we promise that. And we want to say thank you again for being here, for sharing, for giving us the love. Uh, we wouldn't do this and we couldn't do this without each and every one of you. So we appreciate you, Dana. We love you too. Uh, thanks to Carmen, Devon, uh, Amy's in the building, Tamika, Chandra. I saw Andrea here earlier. Did I say Aisha was here? Dre. Uh, thanks, everyone, for being here. Uh, we appreciate you. And we will see you next week on He Said, She Said Live. And you can listen to this again live on Facebook, of course, or you can 
Uh, go over to iTunes and you can download the podcast tomorrow. Get the podcast. Go right now. When you close this, go over on your iDevice. Go over to iTunes or your podcast app and look us up. Subscribe. Let us know that you were there. Um, this week we'll be on SoundCloud as well. We'll be on some other things because we, we don't discriminate against Android users for the most part. But um, kind of, but um, we're not going to alienate you. And so we'll have that information all out. It'll be on our Facebook page. Keep your eye open for updates and anything else that we care to share. But we appreciate you for uh, hanging out. All right. So y'all have a great night and we'll talk to y'all next week. And we out of here. Deuces.